podcast created by the I Believe team with the aim of sharing tips and advice to help you throughout your IB journey. By listening to each of our episodes, we hope that you adopt the knowledge and strategies we share, ultimately helping you regardless of whether or not you're an IB student. Enjoy listening! Hi everyone, welcome back to I Believe Talks. This is your host, Alyssa and Rima. And we're super excited today to get back to you with another episode. Today's topic, we'll be talking about learning in the IB. But before we dive deep into this topic, Rima, how's it been going? It's been good. I've officially started college now. We're a few months into it, so I've gotten into the groove of things. We're in the middle of midterms right now. I don't know about you, but yeah, I'm trying to manage it all. How are you doing? Yeah, I've actually just taken a couple of midterms already, but definitely in the midst of college season. All right. Love that for you. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the topic. So we didn't initially expect that we would be recording this episode, but it kind of just came up in conversation with some of our members in the team that are currently in the IB There's a lot of talk about this learning curve or the stage that takes place specifically when you're entering year two where it becomes more difficult to learn material, motivation kind of goes down and it's just kind of a learning slump feeling that a lot of students actually experience in the IB, including myself. And we feel like in the classroom where you always hear people say to learn in class, but in reality, does anyone really know how to learn? Like, is there a handbook criteria? How are we supposed to do that? Now, for me, a personal experience that I've had with this is specifically when I was transitioning into year two. I remember college applications was starting and I lost my ability to truly maximize the time experienced in class. That motivation in year one began to really go away and I was really just stuck in that slump period. And I wish I had advice through an episode like this and to see how I can get out of that. So that's what we plan on giving you today. Yeah. So first off, let's talk about the importance of learning and what exactly it is. So learning is important just in school. The IB likes to say we are lifelong learners. And that's definitely true because even after you go through your academic life, you're going to be continually learning from your surroundings and the people around you. And So you want to finish the IB knowing that you have grown as a learner and inquirer, not just someone who knows how to memorize facts. So one thing that's important to keep in mind when learning is that there is this thing called the forgetting curve. And what the forgetting curve is, basically that after you learn something, there is a really big drop in retention. And the more time that passes, the more less likely you are to remember something so obviously memories weaken over time but for when you are in school it's really important to keep reviewing things so that you don't have this large forgetting curve and that's why people always talk about this topic called spaced repetition which is pretty much reviewing things over and over again um, for a like set amount of time so like after you learn something for example, when you take a class, it's important to review it, the information you went over maybe two days after, and then again, another three days after, and then again, another four days after. And so having that type of space repetition will help the information be more lasting in your mind. 
I love the idea about space repetition. I think it's really important. I wish I had like learned more about that when I was in that slum period. Um, repetition is always really important. I think she kind of touched upon the importance of something that I'm about to talk about. I feel like a lot of the times we use those terms learning and studying interchangeably like synonyms when in reality, I feel like they are two completely different processes. Learning is a critical portion of the IB and it will carry you long after graduation, especially if you choose to go to college or further your education in some way. Between the first and second year, IB students can experience a shift in motivation. Sometimes the study strategies that had initially worked in your first year may not be as effective in your second year. Especially in year two, you wanna ensure longevity of work of learning and that longevity can come from the repetition techniques that Alyssa talked about. It becomes a really critical part for studying. Studying ensures long-term learning. If you go to a class and expect that a one-hour lecture will allow you to retain the information six months later during the exam, that's simply not going to be the reality. This is where the concept of studying hard versus studying smart comes to fruition. You need to develop your own study strategies without comparison to others. For me, I am very much a repetition, a repetitive learner. I love to stand and essentially emulate the lecture in class. Being able to teach others allows me to teach myself and ensure the longe longevity of memory when it comes to the information necessary for the exams. Focus your energy on class and make sure that you are never afraid to approach your teacher and ask a question because this honestly falls under the concept of studying smart. They can teach you something in a much shorter period of time than you can teach yourself. And I feel like that often goes unnoticed, especially making sure to communicate with them if there are certain resources that you need in order to attain a more effective study experience. They're usually more than happy to provide you with that. For instance, I'm a visual learner. And if you sit and lecture for me to me for an entire hour about certain structures within the body without giving me a single diagram, there's no way I'll be able to retain that information. So being able to communicate that I require some sort of visual narrative maximize my understanding within the classroom. And I feel like that also applies to every subject in the IB because just like Alyssa is about to talk about, different subjects do have different study strategies that you can adopt in order to remain engaged and ensure that you retain the information much better. Yeah, those are all really, really good points, Reem, and I definitely agree. But however, when it comes to the IB, there are different ways we learn depending on the subject that we are taking. And honestly, let's be real, I feel like COVID definitely affected everyone's learning to the max because all of a sudden we were put into our homes instead of classrooms with no contact with our classmates. So obviously it was really, really hard to learn in this environment. And I know for sure that I definitely got distracted and lost a lot of motivation to do well in school because of the pandemic. And as we're slowly rolling things back, we kind of have to remind ourselves how we should study in each subject. So for one thing, I want to talk about like the maths and sciences versus maybe arts and English. And when it comes to things like math, for example, I think one thing to keep in mind is that it's not really a presentation that you listen to. You have to actually practice it in order to do well. And so for me, I think something I wish I did more in school 
was do more like practice problems and sets to really solidify my skills and understanding in that subject. And for something like science, like Rima, I'm also a very visual learner. And so for me personally, and I know a lot of students making physical or visual like diagrams of the concepts and things that you're learning is really, really helpful. I think science and math can sometimes be pitted as like the most boring subjects, just because a lot of what's being covered, we might not really see manifest in the real world. And it's just a lot of information that's thrown at you. But if you understand what your best learning method is and see that the content being taught is meaningful to you, you're able to retain the information a lot better. And so for these science STEM related classes, I'd recommend that space repetition is one of like the best things that you can do. Quizlets, things that'll help you memorize definitions and practicing what you were taught into real life will really help with those subjects. When it comes to English, obviously you might not really study for an English essay exam or something like that. But one thing that really helped me in English was to just find ways to make it into something that's more interesting for me. So for example, when I was studying a certain topic, we were talking about like film essays and things like that. I, when we were in class, there was one particular movie that I found really intriguing and interesting. And so I decided to focus on that one to write my essay on. Obviously, this goes back into study smarter, not harder, really fine topics and niches that actually interest you instead of trying to do something that maybe there's like a lot of answers online that you can find or like you're forcing yourself into a certain subject because you think it'll make you look good or have a good grade. And then finally, for the arts and music, obviously, this is a lot different from the other subjects. But again, really putting into practice what you've been taught, I think, has really helped. And I think the arts and music is what we retain the most, just because it's very easy for us to pick up on sounds and things that we see. And so when it comes to learning in these subjects, really being mindful of what you're learning and being able to dissect that on a deeper level is a really important thing. I 100% agree. I think study strategies do depend on the subject that you have at hand. And I would also recommend just going over to the I Believe website and see what resources we do have on hand. If you're really struggling with a subject, don't be afraid to reach out for help. I know we also have some tutoring services provided. So if you need it, please reach out. We are more than happy to help. Most of us have been in that position as well, so we completely understand. And for some final sense of motivation, I just wanted to share this quote by Albert Einstein, who most would proclaim was one of the smartest people on earth. Everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Remember that even if you're struggling in one of the subjects that does not dictate who you are as a person and sometimes recognizing the importance of yourself and giving yourself some self-care in a period where you are struggling to study is really important especially in that period between year one and year two more stress can really accumulate so 
be sure to recognize that you are doing your best at that time and whatever happens is going to happen and it's all going to be okay. But that's all we had for you guys today. We really wanted to keep this episode short and sweet. Alyssa, any final words? Yeah, just remember that learning isn't a perfect thing that people achieve. You continually grow and work on it. So the IB is a really good space to practice your learning skills, but you definitely don't have to master it. Perfect. Well, this episode was created by the I Believe Talks team. I Believe is a positive community of IB students that believes every IB student can succeed in the diploma program. If you're an IB or pre-IB student, or even if you're not in the program, we'd still love for you to join our community so we can support you in your journey. We've got free resources, events, and one-on-one tutoring at ibelieve.org. That's I-B-L-I-E-V-E dot org. And more fun if you follow us on Instagram at I-B dot L-I-E-V-E. I believe in you. Alyssa and Mark believe in you. And the whole IB I Believe community believes in you too. Thanks guys and see you in the next episode.